Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast. We're your hosts, Matt Gunter and Bill Allen, and together we are breaking barriers through communication. So Matt, let's kick off this conversation. I've been thinking about the outside looking in perspective. I'm used to hearing a lot about the Ten Commandments, um, hmm. about the, the rules that, that everybody has to follow to be a Christian, or yeah. the rules you have to follow to go to church, or the rules you have to follow to uh, be a part of this, this private club. Um, what do you say about that? So, there's so many things, so many things. Um, <laughs> How did I know you'd have that outlook? <laughs> uh, absolutely. That, that's, that's what I do. Uh, uh, no, in, inside look now, I, thinking about the the rules that it takes to get into heaven, the rules to go to church, the rules of being a Christian. Um, you know, first and foremost, not about the rules. It's about relationship. Um, we, we talk about that a lot, you know, and there's nothing that we can do um, that gets us into heaven. There's also nothing we can do that excludes us and eliminates us from the possibility of going to heaven. Um, that would defeat the whole purpose of everything Jesus did. Uh, so, Throw, throwing that preface out there um, that that it is truly not about the rules that it is about relationship. However, one of the more well-known parts of the Bible is the Ten Commandments, and uh, probably you've seen the movies. Um, Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston, absolutely. <laughs> um, with the uh, you know the big stone tablets that's you know been etched out with the with the big ten. And then you see, you know, pictures of it. They used to have them, and I don't know, maybe they still do, but like courthouses, schools, all that kind of stuff. Well, I, know I mean, with, the government's trying to get rid of it, but yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. The the the, uh, the wokeness of the, well, and this has been going on for a <laughs> while now, um, <laughs> getting getting rid of the Ten Commandments. But but it's something that, that, that a lot of people have seen and are familiar with. And, and I think a lot of times in, in, uh, in church life, they kind of get a higher standing than the other rules that, that, that the Bible has. Um, and I kind of get why, but, but it's, you know, I don't necessarily think that it's right or wrong. Um, but well, you know, but yeah, that's what they are. So Matt, let me back up a little bit. So you said just a minute ago that there was nothing we can do to get into heaven, mm-hmm. but you also said there was nothing that would necessarily exclude us from heaven. Isn't there something with that that we need to watch out for? Yeah. So, so to, to clarify, there is one way into heaven, and that is putting your faith in Christ. And so, it's about having a personal relationship. The only thing that that can exclude you from heaven is rejecting Christ and mm-hmm. saying, "No, I don't want that." And so. That combination, that right there, that is the only thing that can get you in, only thing that can keep you out. So so I guess then you're saying that the Ten Commandments, um, breaking these, um, breaking any of these is still not going to keep you from heaven if you mm-hmm. accept Christ and if you uh, build that relationship with him mm-hmm. and repent and, right. and, and uh, do all those things, right? Right, right. Um, exactly. And it, it's as simple as believing Jesus is who he said he is. And um, and putting your faith in him, committing your life to him, that's what it takes to get into heaven. And so, um, when we talk about the Ten Commandments, a lot of times they get uh, you know, more of a spotlight because they're the Ten Commandments, and we can remember ten things a lot easier than all the different minutia mm. uh, that we find in the Bible. But these don't have any special bearing on your ability to get into heaven or how holy you are or anything like that. These are just ten that are a little more well known than some of the others. Well, why don't we jump into them then? Yeah. Um, well, tell you what, I'll, I'll just list them. But what I'm curious about, 
really is what um, I know that Jesus came in and, and kind of turned things upside down. Yeah. Um, in, in a good way, um, mm-hmm. but it makes things look even harder for us. So I kind of want to see what, you know, the original, the, the OG Ten Commandments look like. <laughs> And uh, and then kind of look at what Jesus has said about them, yeah. you know, when he came. Um, so I'll just list them real quick. So um, the first is to have no other gods before God, um, meaning don't worship any other, other gods. Mm-hmm. Um, the second would be don't make idols. The third is do not take the Lord's name in vain, um, which I had a whole different meaning of what that meant hmm. growing up. So that's interesting. Hmm. Um the fourth would be to keep the Sabbath day holy. Uh, the fifth, honor your father and mother. I could go into all kinds of detail about that too <laughs> in my life. Um, yeah, we all struggle with that one as kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, the sixth, do not murder. The seventh, do not commit adultery. The eighth, do not steal. Nine, do not bear false witness or lie. Um, and ten, do not covet. So i tell you what, Matt. For those who maybe have never cracked a Bible, mm-hmm. maybe we could go over those real quick and just give a brief description of what those mean. Yeah, absolutely. So, first and foremost, have no other gods before me, uh, or have no other gods before God. This one is one that I would argue roughly 100% of the population has gotten wrong at some point. <laughs> um, so, anybody who says they've kept all the Ten Commandments, probably not. But what what this is saying is you can't put anything before God. You can't have anything that's more important than God. So that's money. That's your family. Even, uh, dare I say, your church. If your church life becomes bigger than God and more important than God and all the things you do, it's not right. We tend to think of that as a, you know, gods like, like idols, which is number two, or worshiping other gods like worshiping uh, Allah or Buddha. Um but it's not necessarily that. It's really anything that comes before God could be considered a God that is out of place. Mm. And so that's that's the big number one. That's good to know. I always consider that like the Greek gods, you know, uh, oh, yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah. Or like you said, Buddha or Allah or um, any of those other ones that, that are not God. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you were saying that um, that the Ten Commandments and and not making idols those kind of go together. Yeah, yeah. So so idols and having no other gods um, before God kind of go hand in hand, and and it's more of the traditional sense that we think of. Um, but basically, don't make a don't make something and then worship it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you know. So that one's pretty self explanatory. Um, oh, so they made the they made the uh, what was it like the the golden calf, right? Uh, right in the Old Testament. And yeah, funny enough, that was right after we got these that they made the golden calf. I don't, to my knowledge, they hadn't ever done something like that before. So so God said, don't do it. So they said, well, we have to do it now. Of course, <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> that that sounds familiar. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when I was uh, growing up, uh, you know, uh, uh, language was one of our things. Like, the language was all over the place. Mm. And one of the main things that was off limits was the whole GD thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and that, to me, is what I understood, do not take the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. I've learned since then, it's a whole lot more than that. Yeah, so so on a base level, I mean, honestly, that's how I grew up too, right? Um, you don't... 
you don't say God, you don't say Jesus, you don't say anything that because not as a cuss word because they're not they're they're names, uh, right? And so, um, so that that is part of it. But it also means not making promises, not making oaths, not not basically invoking God into things that that's your thing. For example, I say, well, I swear to God, I didn't do that. And in fact, this is this is getting a little bit into what Jesus said about it. Don't don't bring God into stuff that is don't bring God's name into things just to use it. It's it's not for that. God is God. We don't need to bring him down and and muddy it with with our stuff. Is is probably sure. the easiest way to explain that. Okay. We want to worship God. Mm-hmm. We want to bless God with our actions. Yeah. And if we say, you know, I swear to God, I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. and then we don't do it, mm-hmm. you've, yeah. you've 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 just uh, what dishonored you're right. God yourself, mm-hmm. the people you're making mm-hmm. those promises to. And chances are, if you say that, you whatever it is that you just swore to do, you probably shouldn't be doing anyway. Probably because more, <laughs> nine times out of ten, if if that comes out of my mouth, I'm ticked off about something. And whatever I just swore I'm going to do, I shouldn't sure. be doing anyway. So sure, yeah, that's a whole nother can of worms. Um, so define the Sabbath day for us. What does it mean to keep the Sabbath day holy? So, uh, so the Sabbath in the old Jewish calendar would be like our Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Sabbath, Jewish people they weren't allowed to work as much as like um, like not working in the fields. In fact, uh, there was a Pharisee that um, got mad at Jesus because. He healed a man who hadn't walked in years and years, uh, maybe even decades, if I'm remembering right. And Jesus told him, hey, pick up your mat and go home. What happened to be on the Sabbath? And the Pharisees got mad because Jesus told the guy to pick up his mat. So, like, that's the level of not working that was expected on the Sabbath. Now, granted, that's getting into ritualistic, religious stuff, not the intent. But the intent of the Sabbath was to have a day where you stopped working and you focused on God. And and it was like a reset day. It's a lot like our Sunday is now mm-hmm. um, when, when we do Sundays well. Um, it, <laughs> it, it's it's a reset day. It's a um, it's coming to worship, doing fellowship and all that stuff and, and really um, focusing on God, getting ready for another week. Um, but that's kind of the background of the Sabbath. Yeah, it sounds like if we followed that rule uh, to the letter, we wouldn't even be able to drive to church on Sundays. I mean, yeah, honestly. If he can't pick up his mat and walk, right. then, sorry, you're not driving the church. You're yeah. Not, you're not leaving the living room. Right, right. I mean. Now, they did go to the temple on the Sabbath. <laughs> oh, they, okay. they, they did yeah. walk to the temple, but but you weren't allowed to do anything along the way. If if you wanted food, I hope you picked your fields yesterday because you're not supposed to go pick the grain. You're not supposed yeah. to be out with the sheep. It's a, it's. And like I said, there was a whole lot of religion that got pumped into that that maybe may or may not have been the original intent. But well, I remember seeing even or reading, of course, first. But I remember mm. seeing it too in, in the Chosen, mm. which we're both so fond of. Yeah, um, where they're walking through a grain field. Yeah, and it was what Simon Peter, I think, mm-hmm. uh, he mm-hmm. he reached over and and grabbed some some wheat. Yeah, and started eating it. Yeah, but it was on the Sabbath, and mm-hmm. he realized quickly what he did. Yeah, and just reaching over to grab a snack carelessly right was <gasps> what have you done You're right <laughs> right How could you do exactly that? exactly so yeah that's crazy yeah all right so um honor your father and mother this is an interesting one for me yeah um, i i'll share a little insight with my life i've i've always said that i've honored my father by mm. not turning out like him hmm. yeah so yeah um 
I hope I've done well at that. But uh, yeah, but this one, I've had a kind of a twisted meeting on this one uh, mm. my entire life. So what? shed some light on this one. <laughs> so honor your father and mother. I mean, it's, it is about, you know, respecting your mom and dad um, and, and keeping a proper respect there. And we tend to use this to um, keep kids in line, right? Like, Hey, you need to honor your mom and dad. And and that's a, that's a valid thing. You know, don't get me wrong, but it also applies later in life too. And, and taking care of them, uh, you know, it's the, the circle of life. You come in needing help, you go out needing help. Um, and making sure that you take care of family, that you're taking care of those people. Um, and, and kind of expanding even outside of that, of, um, you know, caring for elders and being honoring to them that we never lose sight of the fact that, you know, people who have been here longer than we have, they have a different kind of wisdom and, and we need to honor and respect that. There's also a point where you age out and you, you need to, you need to take a step back. And so we need to be okay with that and, and honor them in that way and let them take that step out. But so how much of that do you think, um, and I'm trying to keep it all in context. Sure. Yeah. Um, honor your father and mother. Would you think that that means honor your honor your Christian father and mother, hmm. or would you think that means no matter what they do, still need to honor them? I think it's the second one. I think it's the it's regardless of the situation, you need to honor them. Now, what that honor looks like, right, can be very different different situations. Um, and I think we can justify it in a lot of different ways too. Yeah. Hmm. Or not justify it and be okay with that. Mm -hmm. That would be the category I'm in. Yeah. yeah, Right. (laughs) Right. And and I think it's that there's just a certain level of, um, I get respect is the word that keeps coming to mind. This is, this is your mom. This is your dad. You know, and and maybe the most respectful thing you can do is learn from them and try to be completely different. And then, you know, people people can have healthy respect of a rattlesnake too. Right. So yeah. And steer clear. (laughs) Cause you know, it's dangerous. That's right. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure, and that one we can dive in so deep. And well, all of these we can dive in right. so deep. Um, <laughs> it's not just as black and white as mm-hmm. these 10 rules, if you will. Right. Um, and there's so much more that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. So, do not murder is the next one. I think there's some misconceptions about this one as far as how the Bible reads mm-hmm. uh, in a lot in different versions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some reading do not kill, some reading do not murder. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, so I think the kind of the, um, what, what's the, is it Occam's razor that the, the most likely definition is the, or the most likely outcome is the, um, is the one that's probably true. Um, you know, do not murder is, uh, pretty plain and simple. Like don't, I mean, it is don't kill somebody, but when we're talking about things like, um, I assume you're going like into the the capital punishment side of things, right? right. Yeah, and um, or so, self defense, or or self defense, yeah. And and I think the uh, I would say the Bible is pretty clear that those are different things. Um, for example, later in the law, there are offenses for which you can be stoned and killed. Right. Um, and so, if that was the intent of the Ten Commandments, then that would be a contradiction. God yeah. doesn't contradict himself. Right. Um, so, so I think that's there. Um, you know, self-defense, uh, I think is another great example. Um, God is not going to ask anybody to, I mean, just lay over and, and 
give their life away in that way. Right. right? For, um, for no, you know, for no reason, for no, well, he wants us to fight back. Most of his disciples mm-hmm. were, were murdered. Right. Were beheaded, were, were crucified, were. Now, I agree with you in that because if you think about it, you know, a lot of things people say about the Bible is, well, you know, why would a loving God tell his people to go kill this whole mm-hmm. group of other, another people? I don't know, but he has his reasons. If he meant do not kill, then he wouldn't have told anybody to right. kill anybody else. He, he would be a contradiction in himself. Yeah. Um, I'll just give the, the little teaser line for, for that is basically his ways are higher than our ways. And, yeah. and that's, that is a, a little bit of a cop-out explanation, but it's the best one I've got. And I also want to throw in that this is a, a case where the translation of the Bible that you're using um, can have an impact on maybe your understanding of what a verse says and, and what the, the meaning behind it is. And so I encourage you, um, as you're diving in, you're trying to read more and all that stuff to find a resource, whether that's a person, whether that's um, stuff you find online. There's a lot of good free resources. Do some deeper diving into uh, if something doesn't make sense or it looks like a contradiction, do a little deeper dive into what the words mean yeah. um, because diff- different translations translated it differently and there's nothing wrong with that. All translations have their merits and were good at the time they were written and, and still today have their purposes. But, but, but sometimes a little bit of word study and that kind of thing can really help understand, okay, this is what he meant when he said this. Right. And I love, you know, my favorite example of that is there's like five different words for love yeah, in, yeah. in the Hebrew and Greek. Mm-hmm. And we have one. Right. I'm going to say I love a hamburger and I'm going to say I love my wife, but right. it's two different things. Very different. But we have one word Yep. where they had five to expound on that. Yeah. So there are a lot of different ways that that could get misconstrued. Yeah, absolutely. Do not commit adultery. This one should be an easy one, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, in the Old Testament. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Jesus makes it harder later. But do not commit adultery. Pretty straightforward. You know, to put it bluntly, sex was intended for a man and his wife. Anything outside of the confines of marriage is adultery. Period. Enough the said. end. That's it. Well, that one was easy. Yeah. Do not steal. That one's kind of another easy one. Yeah. Um, this is another one that we've probably all done, you know, taking pins from the office and... uh you know, that, that sort of thing that the office supplies that somehow made it home. I don't understand. Um, but, um, but yeah, don't, don't steal. Don't take stuff that's not yours. Yeah. Pretty, pretty straightforward. I was horrible as a kid. I had a cousin that we used to go to the college bookstore and just for the thrill of it, see if we can get away with a pen <laughs> or something. Our mistake uh, was we did it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. These two yahoos, every time they come in, my pen's missing. They started uh, <laughs> you know, They started watching us pretty close. I'm glad that was like 30 years ago. Nobody likes the bookstore that much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, stupid kids. But don't do that, kids. It's wrong. <laughs> it's one of the big ten for crying out loud. It is come one on. of the big ten. <laughs> So, I'll tell you what, if, if this is the litmus test for if you're going to hell or not, I'm in trouble. Right. Thankfully, it's not. Yeah. Um, number nine, do not bear false witness. What does that even mean? Basically means don't lie. Um, we, we use big words for it, but, but, but don't lie. Be honest. Um, I think the, the good thing about saying do not bear false witness and um, what it helps encompass is 
there's the lie of omission as much as the lie of, you know, saying something that's just not true. And so just, just be honest. You know, there are times for me growing up where I felt like I needed to lie to get out of trouble. Mm. Right. Or honestly, there are times now Mm. where it would be easier for me, even in business, when I make a mistake to say, oh, you know what, that that just that just slipped by me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Or, you know, or some kind of untruth um, mm-hmm. that would just make them look away from me and right. just blow it off and everything's fine. Yeah. But you get so much more respect when you say, you know what, I screwed up. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Let me make it right. Yeah. So trying to teach our kids that now. Oh, it's hard. It, it is so hard, though. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I struggle with that. Um all the time where, you know, I don't want to give somebody bad news. So I just, mm-hmm. I put it off, put it off, put it off. Or I uh, am in a situation where I kind of get cornered like, hey, have you done this yet? And I'm like, I was just jumping yeah, on that. I'm yeah. right in the middle of it, you know. And That's an easy one. I'm leaving the house right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on top of it. Sorry, I had this <laughs> thing and that thing. And, you know, um, and and it's, I'll be honest, sometimes it's it's almost second nature to be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm right in the middle of that thing. Don't worry. I got it. Yeah. You know, and. I, I, honestly, that's a, that's a challenge for me. That's something I've got to work on is is being more like, nope, haven't done that yet, and I'm not going to today, and that's going to be okay. Sure, and I've you know those are the two things that have really hit me uh, uh, when I when I became a Christian because I was bad about it. I was so bad about it. Language and half truths were my two big vices, aside from you know smoking and drinking and whatever else I, uh, addictions I had. <laughs> But those are little things that you don't think, oh, they're, they're no big deal. They're not hurting mm-hmm. anybody. Yeah. But they are much bigger than you think they are. Yeah. I certainly didn't mean to call you out on that. that, that no, no, intent. you're good. You're good. <laughs> Stepping on toes here and I didn't even know it. <laughs> um, so moving on then. Um, do not covet. The final one. Number 10. Do not covet. So um, do not covet. You could say don't be jealous. Uh, don't envy. Um, but, you know. The root of this one is to be content with what you've got and don't focus on what your neighbor has that you want. You know, your neighbor gets the new big bass boat. Don't, don't be envious and jealous of them to the point that. But I want you, it. But, but you, <laughs> you view them differently, right? Like it's okay to want things and I'm not going to, you know, I, you should want things, right? Sure. That, that's one of the things that helps us propel and uh, to, to be better and, and all of that. But coveting is when it gets to the point that like. You, your opinion changes of a person because they have something that you don't. Mm. Um, that's a good and that, distinction, and, and that's that's kind of where that's where it turns into a sin. Uh, is is when, yeah, when that switch flips. That's a real good distinction because I want a lot of things other people have. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know they're they're doing things a little different than I am, or. They make more money than I do or whatever the case is. But. Yeah. And, and a lot of times it's different priorities, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, um, one of the things I respect about how you and Emily do things, you you stay out of debt, yep. you know, and, uh, and, and Rachel and I uh, do a lot of the same. And so one of the things that comes with is sometimes you don't get the things you want right away. Right. Um, but it's a lot of sacrifice of the things that you really, really want, hmm? no matter how bad you want them, but it's better in the long run for me. Exactly. And, and that's, but that's the decision that we make mm-hmm. is, is I'm going to hold off on that because I want to keep this. This is what's more important to me right now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it, there's give and take, but as long as it's not changing your, you know, how you interact and view that person, then you're, yeah, 
It's right. good. It's it's not bad to have goals. You know, if you want to know how I really feel about that, go check out our New Year's episode. <laughs> Talk all about setting goals, and getting after, it. make that big bass boat your your new goal for the year. That's right. That's right. That's uh, and that was a good one. That was a good one for me too. Yeah. Um, I think I actually set some goals this year what? and have met them. So hey, it's amazing. That is fantastic. It is. So we took a little longer going over those than we initially intended. Um, So we don't want this to be an hour-long episode, so we're going to (laughs) break it up a little bit. We're going to push the pause button here on this one, and we're going to come back Thursday. We're going to have a special Mm -hmm. Thursday episode, and we're going to go over what Jesus did to these laws, to these Mm -hmm. rules, to these... This, to this handbook, uh, if you will. And we're going to see how he kind of flipped things upside down. And you might think he made it harder for us to get into heaven. But remember what Matt said at the beginning? This isn't what gets you into heaven. Right. And this isn't what keeps you out. We're going to dive into that a little deeper on Thursday. Um, so, yeah, y'all enjoy the special episode. I'm excited about it. You mentioned it getting into how, uh, how Jesus interpreted this stuff. It sets the bar a little higher, but that's going to be fun to get into on Thursday. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. So y'all come back Thursday and same same time, just a different date. And uh, y'all be sure to share the episodes if you wouldn't mind to let people know uh, what it is you're listening to and, and uh, let us know if you're enjoying it or not. Shoot us some messages on Facebook. Shoot us an email, info at simplifyjesus.com. Uh, we've got our website for all of those gritty details with all the links at www.simplifyjesus.com. Y'all come back Thursday and um, we will close this out then. Yep. We'll see you guys then. <laughs>